doing well. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Uh, I'm super excited to talk with you about the work that you've been doing with Impact the Vote. I feel like this is a timely initiative that you've been working on, and uh, I'm excited to talk with you about it. For our listening audience, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about um, what is Impact the Vote and what what does Impact the Vote do? Well, the um, owners of the Impact Network, which is a um, a religious uh, cable network seen on uh, a number of cable outlets throughout the country, came to me and said that they were looking at expanding their uh, programming and doing more than just religious programming. They thought that uh, this election season was a very important one, and they wondered if it would produce some programming for them. So when we set out, uh, I thought it would be good in the month of October leading into um, Election Day to do four specials that really take a look at issues of important African-Americans and do it in a way where we're not just yelling across the table about politics to one another, but really trying to get some some meat on the bones. And so uh, we're going into the third episode. For those who've missed it, you can uh, see the past episodes on my Facebook page at Ed Gordon Media. But every Saturday in October on the um, Impact Network, we've been airing uh, a special called Impact the Vote. And the first two took a look at the pandemic and healthcare amongst uh, African Americans in this country. The second took a look at the economy and employment. And uh, this coming week, uh, noon Eastern, uh, we take a look at social uh, and policing, uh, social justice and policing. And uh, two of our guests are, are Ben Crump and one of uh, George Floyd's brothers, um, Philando. And, and, and one of the most interesting things that comes out of this is the personal toll that's taken on um, Mr. Floyd's life since his brother was killed. And while he is um, appreciative of all the love and outpouring that he's received, he talks about what it is to try to survive, you know, having someone so close to you killed and becoming uh, a martyr to some and an icon to others. But as I remind people, but he was simply this man's brother. And so um, going to in a round table, um, you know, the difference in, uh, you know, who sits in the White House and how things uh, go socially and uh, certainly legislatively and judicial uh, appointments and the like. So we're trying to make people an educated voter, if you will. I love it. I love it. It's very, very timely. Um, is Impact the Vote, is it just tied for this election season, 2020, or is this something that will be ongoing? Well, we don't know. I mean, there's been talk about us just creating a show that will be ongoing. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I should note, on election night, I'm teaming with the NAACP. We've been doing town hall meetings throughout the pandemic, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, doing our own coverage of election night. So uh, we'll have, obviously, the NAACP uh, president and CEO, Derek Johnson, with us. But I'll be joined by people who will serve as co-hosts with me uh, throughout uh, the evening. Uh, Jamel Hill, uh, the wonderful journalist, um, Michael Eric Dyson, Professor Michael Eric Dyson, uh, and others will join me. Um, and we'll also be taking a look in real time with what's going on in um, many states across the country, including the important swing states, because obviously at the end of the day, um, it's going to probably come down to the Electoral College. And we saw 
what happened in 2016 when it came down to that. So strategically, if you are inclined to vote for Biden-Harris, it's going to be important uh, to make sure that those states um, that are considered purple or swing states come out, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, some question whether Florida's in play. Um, so it's going to be important. I mean, Democrats are going to win, um, you know, California. They're going to win New York. Um, but Ohio is questionable. Uh, and those are the states at the end of the day that are going to determine um, whether or not we see, again, someone win the majority of votes but lose the Electoral College. And there's a way to, you know, uh, kind of sidestep that, and then that is to get people out in all states, and many are saying in record numbers. And, and African-Americans in particular have to understand that, you know, Election Day is not the last thing that you do. It really should be the first thing that you do. Your vote should be your first thing. And then from that point on, it's the demand of uh, the people that you elect in office if your candidate wins to say, this is what I want for my vote, for, for giving you the opportunity to sit in that chair and to take office. So um, it'll be, I think, an interesting night. It may be a long one, uh, but we're going to try to give the best coverage that we can. We know people are going to watch their favorite cable outlets, but people watch more than one thing nowadays. You know, you've got a TV going, you got your iPad and your phone going. So, you know, peek in at us um, election night starting 7 Eastern on uh, my social media, on my Facebook page, as well as um, theirs, and I understand they're in negotiation with possibly putting it on a network. So th- this is growing uh, as we go. I love it. I love it. Now, is Impact the vote uh, tied to any particular political party or candidate? No. This is uh, simply um, the brainchild of the folk that own uh, the network. The network is uh, owned uh, by African-Americans. Um, the founder is um, Wayne T. Jackson, who was a minister in uh, Detroit. And uh, as I said, they came to me and they said they wanted to make sure that um, they gave some some unfettered and unvarnished um, coverage to this election. And they thought that I would be the person to do that. And I told them that there are certain stipulations that I wanted to put in place. Um, I wanted to be able to produce it and um, do as I've done at other networks. And so they've allowed for that. And so it's been uh, a good collaboration. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the programs we've been able to put together. Wonderful. That's wonderful. I wanted to ask, how can our listeners get involved with uh, the efforts of Impact Vote? Well, I mean, the true effort is just to um, – try to give uh, information to motivate you to vote. It's not a campaign in, in a true sense, um, other than to say, here are some of the things that will impact your life beyond this election. Here's some people who have some knowledge. Uh, here's some, some ideas and some thoughts um, and some information that we believe you need. Uh, the first show looked at um, health care and the pandemic. We had a doctor who uh, has been on the front lines, but also lost her father to um, COVID. And her sister uh, has been one of those long haulers who has been fighting the disease for months and months now. Um, But she not only came from it from, uh, you know, a a personal 
uh, side of personal recollections. She's someone who understands the dynamic of good health care and underlying conditions that are brought about, not just because black people don't want to take care of themselves. Um, that's a part of it that we need to have better uh, diet and exercise practices, but it's also because we don't have enough money to insure ourselves in the same way as others and that, um, you know, the system does not allow for the same type of health care in black neighborhoods that they do in white neighborhoods. And so, um, you know, we've been making efforts to make sure that those stories are told and to connect the dots as to why um, disproportionately black folk are being impacted, not just by COVID, but by many diseases. We talk about the economy on the second show. We talk about even how the pandemic has disproportionately affected black businesses. Forty percent of independently owned businesses have gone out of business um, since the pandemic. We don't know if they'll permanently be shuttered, but certainly uh, many of them won't be able to recover. So this is, um, you know, this time is impacting black America tremendously. And so we just thought it important to bring um, information to people and to encourage people to make sure that they vote. Love it. I love it. Information is definitely power. And, and when you know better, you do better. Um, I want to transition for just a second. Um, you uh, recently uh, published a book called Conversations in Black. I wonder if you could tell me a little bit about, like, what was the the, the story behind the book? The, the, what was the writing process sure. like? So the book, um, its premise is a conversation that happened amongst 40-plus leaders and influencers in black America. And um, the the book's participants range from uh, former Attorney General Eric Holder and Stacey Abrams and Maxine Waters and Michael Eric Dice and Al Sharpton, uh, Harry Belafonte, to T.I. and Killer Mike and Jamel Hill and Angela Rye and um, uh, Bakari Sellers and and literally everybody in between. And it's not just a political book. We we take a look at... um, uh, you know, employment and education and, and the media and, and our edges in the media. We also take a look at the Obama years. And so I started the book or an iteration of the book uh, about eight years ago and got sidetracked and interviewed certain people and uh, got sidetracked with a television project and had to, to put the book down. And then about close to now two years ago, I started thinking it was such a good idea because what I did is I called all of these people who I would have never been, ever been able to get them in one room at one time, uh, just surely because of schedules. And I interviewed all of them and the believes as if we were all having a conversation together. Um, and so uh, while none of us were in the same room, it reads as though we were in the same room. Each chapter is a different topic. And I am uh, very pleased and blessed by the response that we've had. We, um, Initially released the book in January. I was in the midst of a book tour, starting it when COVID hit. But um, literally since the deaths of of Ahmaud Aubrey and and George Floyd, Breonna Taylor and others, um, America is talking about some of the many of the issues that are in this book. And so, um, you know, I'm encouraging people to take a look, not because uh, I wrote it, quote unquote. My writings are in between these uh, virtual discussions, if you will. But the lineup of people uh, is just tremendous, and their thoughts, their candor—they were very candid. So, uh, 
very excited uh, about the book and its response, and, and we encourage people to read it, to have conversations amongst your peer groups, and then take those conversations, come to some actionable items, and then act on them. I love it. I love it. I, I know that, um, you know, this book is very insightful. It's very poignant. Um, in your own words or your own thoughts, um, what do you think the future of black America holds? I know that we, we're living in some really uncertain times right now, um, but if you could give, a, I guess, your opinion on it. Um, what so let, me, let, me give you this, let me give you this as a closing thought because I'm up against the clock now for, for another interview, but I will tell you this. Um, you know, the future of black America, we don't know what that holds. What I do know is that we have thrived through history. And so we're going to do that again. Um, you know, we are going to move forward. Uh, but it's going to take new narratives. We, we can't rely on the same uh, kinds of things, many of them that, that got us through before. And so I simply say, you know, don't be too tired. Uh, just stay vigilant. And, 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 we'll, and we've got to keep believing that um, this will be better. Things have gotten better over the years. Far too slow for us, but, but we'll make it through and just to keep fighting. Amen, amen. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Gordon. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.